Kadesh or Hats, Carpas, Yahats, Magid Rachsa, Mohutsi, Matza. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shalma Dershim Shoshmiel. Today is the first day in our quest learning all about the holiday of Pesach. We know that right after Purim comes Pesach. That's actually where the, one of the original ideas of Shalma Dershim Shoshmiel came from. It is the Gemara Pesachim, I believe it is on um, Daf Vav Amut. Bays, I'm pretty sure, but that's where the idea comes from because it starts mentioning thirty days beforehand. And it's like, huh, that's perm. So that's really where the idea comes from. Since we are doing three mishnayos today, I'm really not going to spend much more of your time on any more introductions. So now the mishnah starts. Or la barasar on the or the whatever the light of the fourteenth. We we are we check for the chametz according to the, according to the light of the candle. So I'm just going to spoil it for you. Or means night. That's how, that's why we know we do bedikas chametz at night because the Gemara explains that. And it says kol makom she'machlisim bo chametz in sarich bedika. Something that'll help us and save a lot of time is that any place in which you wouldn't bring chametz ordinarily, you don't have to check because what, what the chachamim are saying is that there's there's no reason for it to be there. So don't waste your time checking. What's an example of this? Example is a bathroom. We know that you are forbidden to eat food in a bathroom, and because of that, obviously again in normal circumstances, but um, because you're forbidden to eat food inside of a bathroom, you don't have to check it for food. And so if that is true, ask the Mishnah. And ask almost a Gemara-like question. The Mishnah asks, and so if if that notion is true, the notion that that you don't have to check for a place for chametz if there's likely not chametz there, then how come you have to you have to check these this this wine cellar, the, these two rows of of uh, of, of barrels in, in the wine cellar? And so explains explains the Mishnah. This must be a place in which in which you put chametz, um, in which for some reason or another the chametz winds up down there. And so how do you how do you how do you um check it if it's these these two rows? So Bishamir Bishamir says alpni kol I'm gonna try my best to explain it. They explain it as imagine you have a three by twelve of a uh, of jugs of wine, right? So you can imagine top the entire top row so that's 12 barrels of wine um the the top row that's facing up you have to you have to check and also the the picture an entire 12 row of 12 on the side facing the wall you also have to check however basil disagrees naturally in basil basil says we check just two just two of the higher ones that are that are that are facing that are facing the entrance. So that'll that that means that we only have to check eight. Whereas Beishamai basically says that in that case we have to check a lot more. We have to check two full rows of twelve by twelve. But just remember that they're that they're sharing uh, that they're sharing four. So really, I guess it would be it would be twenty. You're checking twenty different um twenty twenty different different uh, uh wine wine barrels as opposed to only checking eight that's a big difference all right next mission next mission says the stuff so very simple mission the mission basically just says that we don't have to have any suspicion that a holda a weasel i don't know this just amuses me that a weasel went inside if went from house to house dragging bread and getting crumbs everywhere because explains the mission very simple reasoning we just don't want to go down that black hole because then there'd be no limit to it 
Because then we'd have to say, it's like the book, if you give a mouse a cookie, it just goes on. If you give a mouse a cookie, it's gas for milk. Uh, I think those of you who got that reference. But essentially, it just keeps going on and on. So if you say that you, that you have to check a room, then that means you have to check what's the difference between a room and a courtyard, and a courtyard and a city, and a city and an, uh, another country. And a country, you see where I'm going? Basically, there's no end, there's infinite possibilities. The last mission says, says, that you have to check on the 14th night. What happens if you miss that? If you miss, I'm sorry, on the night of the 14th. What happens if you miss that? On, uh, if you miss checking B'dik al-Khamis on, on the night of the 14th, Bar-Basar B'Shachris. So that means that you must check on daytime and like the morning time of Ar-Basar, but if you miss that time also, for some reason you miss not only the, the nighttime B'dikas time for B'dikas Khamis, but also you miss the morning time, then we know that in the six hour we're, we're, we're taught, in the six hour of the day, so for example, if sunrise is at 6.32, then at 12.32, that will be that will be the, the midpoint, of the, that will be six hours into the day, excuse me, uh, and so we know that six six hours into the day, that you can do your bidikas chametz. Then say go three steps further. They say lo badak or If you don't check the night of the fourteenth, you have to barbasar. Everything is the same so far. You should check on the fourteenth day. Lo badak However, if you didn't check even on the fourteenth day on erev pesach, you have to hamoy. You should even check. You should even check during the holiday itself. So what's the gain? What's the begin with checking during the holiday itself? Because you want to have minimal ownership, uh, and and you don't want to accidentally eat it. And you don't want to accidentally eat it, and so by seeking out on the holiday itself, you'll be you'll be able to to get rid of it, remove it from your possessions. Lo badak However, if you missed it during the holiday pesach itself, yivdok achramoid. And so the question really is, is that why in the world would we check afterwards? So essentially, it explains vadi partira. Is if you owned it on pesach, there's a there's a uh, there is um a a rabbinic tradition that if you own it. If you if you owned it on Pesach, which is to say, if it was in your house, if it was in your house on Pesach, now after Pesach you have to search for it and you have to find it so that you can destroy it because otherwise you're not able to eat it. Vima mishayar and anything that's left over after the after the original search. Well, um, what does that what does that mean that, that it's left over? You left it over on purpose. So yeah, especially you have to put yourself in the times of the Mishnah. Uh, back then, they they ate very simple foods, and bread was was core of everything they ate. So there's no telling a Jewish mom back then that you have to come up with something else to cook that didn't have any chametz in it for your kids to eat for breakfast. Then now we have all this fancy bioengineered stuff. We we have stuff like a gluten free flax kernels that you can turn into bread, uh, which is really amazing. Uh, just the way science is going, but back then they didn't really have that. So so people would leave over bread. And and what would you do? Yeah, So you'd put it in a private area. Yeah. This way you don't put it in a in a place where it could where it could get lost, and then you would have to do another It's because the chachamim love to save us some hassle, and I hope that you're excited because now one day closer to the holiday of Pesach. Almost said Perm. Have a wonderful day.